What is going on? This is Patrick Wilson with the Fitness Journey Podcast. How you like that intro? Solid. I <laughs> uh, hope you're having a wonderful day on this fine whatever day you were listening to my podcast. I appreciate you. Uh, we have a wonderful episode today. It is just me talking. No other homies are here, but I'm excited for today's episode because it's a topic that a lot of people should know, a lot of people should be doing, and a lot of humans should be implementing. So that's why we're talking about it. And the topic of the day is, in case you didn't read the title of the podcast, is why everyone at any age, at all ages, should be strength training and lifting weights. Everyone should be, for real, for real. Everyone should be lifting weights. Um, but first, before we get into that, you know we cover some non-fitness action first and foremost. And I'm recording this approximately, not approximately, I'm recording this exactly one week before Thanksgiving. So, with that being said, I feel like it is fitting to talk about something that we all know is true, but isn't necessarily talked about a whole lot. Um, there are tiers to Thanksgiving food. There are higher tier foods that you will get seconds of, and there are lower tier foods that, depending on how you're feeling when those, the, the plates get passed around at first, you might pass on the lower tier foods. So let's talk about it. So let's talk about first the higher tier. Ah, Let's, let's start on the lows. Let's start with the lows. So let's start with the lower tier things. <sighs> we all know that cranberry sauce has to be the lowest of the low. If you like cranberry sauce, you're a different breed of a human being. Especially the cranberry sauce where it's like literally the mushed cranberries. Like that's kind of, that's pretty, that's pretty trifling if you like that. That's pretty nasty. But I will say, I will say, when I was younger, like in high school, in like my early 20s, you know the cranberry sauce that comes in like a little block? Like it's like almost like jello of cranberry and you cut it into slices. I don't know if exactly what that call that's called. I think it's just cranberry sauce, but there's different kind of cranberry sauces, I believe. Someone that's all in the Thanksgiving, let me know. But that action, I used to love that. It was like a little sweet, but like a little bit bitter. I liked it. But then I I really did try to give the cranberry sauce where it's like mushed up cranberries a fair shake and it just I don't know if it's the texture, like I was getting too much cranberry and the other stuff had a little bit more sugar with it or what, but it just wasn't doing it for me. But cranberry sauce is a consensus bottom tier Thanksgiving food. Another one, another one. What's another one? Yeah. So I didn't know this. So I, I this is funny. I'm doing this Thanksgiving stuff. So last week, uh, for all of my clients, I normally ask different people different questions. Sometimes they overlap just because it's. Or I ask I ask people a non fitness question. Um, obviously, we're talking about you know how their week went with workouts, with nutrition, what's going on with their own personal life, then upcoming week, so we can plan for it. And then I also try to include some kind of non fitness question just so that I can like get to know them a little bit. And it's like another like fun talking point. Um, and sometimes it's like specific to them what they have going on in their life and sometimes i'm like thinking of of a question that i just have in general for all humans and i'm like wow this is a perfect opportunity to ask my people i work with on a on a weekly basis about some random topic and last week i asked them about their thanksgiving foods their least favorite thanksgiving food in particular and sweet potatoes aka yams i don't know really what the difference is but the, that came up as a popular one that people were like not big on, which is mind blowing to me because I think sweet potatoes are like arguably one of the best carbs ever created, especially when you add butter and like brown sugar and other marshmallowy goomba juices and stuff to it. Boy, 
sweet potatoes and yams with all the sweet stuff on it that is fire i didn't understand where people were coming from but apparently in the general population of of humans sweet potatoes are in the lower tier of thanksgiving food um i'm gonna mention two more in the lower tier so i also heard oh yeah stuffing stuffing was another one that or that yeah that was the other one sorry um stuffing was the one that people thought was like what is it like pig slop where you just like slop a whole bunch of stuff together and like feed it to to animals i don't know but people there's a few comments about that that stuffing was kind of like that and to that i wonder who is who is making your stuffing for thanksgiving because i feel like with the stuffing i normally have is pretty tasty like i like you know getting a little potatoes in there getting a little piece of turkey with a little stuffing on top Woo, yeah it's good but I get it. I get it. Some like I don't know what stuffing is supposed to be like. I just thought it was like little pieces of like croutons with that are like a little bit more soggy and I don't know. I don't some like celery and stuff mixed in. I don't really know what it is. It tastes alright though. So I, I I guess I can understand if it was like really like fatty and nasty, then maybe it wouldn't taste as good. But nonetheless, I like it. But other people don't. So it's on the lower tier for that reason. And this this one is not going to be on anyone else's lower tier, but it's on mine. So I'm mentioning it on my own lower tier of Thanksgiving foods. Rolls. Hear me out. Hear me out. Rolls are on the lower tier because, because, because there are so many other tasty foods that are there that I wouldn't want to waste my stomach capacity on rolls like you know what a roll is you know what it tastes like like you have bread with like a sandwich all the time like sure some rolls are better than others I get it like Texas Roadhouse with the cine rolls with the butter on top but boy those are good but for the most part like rolls like bro Thanksgiving's here and there's like 27 different options of food including the pies and desserts afterwards and you're gonna have roll like five rolls I don't know what's wrong with y'all. I haven't had a roll for Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving since 1993, aka the time I was born. That's a lie. I've had some, but not that often have I had rolls. All right. Now moving into the the upper echelon of Thanksgiving foods. Um, And I didn't really plan this one out, nor did I ask anyone about it. So this is completely and entirely off the dome right now. And I'm just going to list you mine because I don't know what anyone else thinks. Um, I'm going to say that mashed potatoes with gravy is absolutely fire like that's a staple of thanksgiving and if you disagree you're a clown um that's really good obviously turkey has to be white meat and dark meat's okay too but white meat if you get white meat turkey and then you put a little gravy on top and like mashed potatoes kind of touching it but not completely touching it and then you put a little pepper on top of the turkey kind of like mix it in for a little bit of a piece or you dip the turkey in like the mashed potatoes yeah that's really good that's really good. Um, what else? What else is really tasty? Poof. Oh, there's like this corn, corn. I don't there. See, there are certain items for Thanksgiving that I just don't know if they intersect between families. Like everyone makes this kind of stuff. I know they don't. Like obviously each family has their own like little Thanksgiving food traditions. There's like staples of Thanksgiving, like turkey, obviously, and mashed potatoes and gravy and rolls and all that jazz. But there's this corn, um, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like a corn casserole, but I think my aunt makes it, and it is fire. It is fire. I could eat the entire pan of that stuff. It's 
bomb. All right, and then lastly, we'll get into desserts. So those two staples, turkey, obviously, mashed potatoes, gravy, this little corn joint I have. Green bean casserole is pretty good, too, but I, I'm good for, like, one bite. So it's, like, middle echelon, middle tier of Thanksgiving food, but it's still tasty. Um, so desserts, this is where the real deal comes in. Pumpkin pie, I think, is overrated. I'm just going to say it now. It's overrated. Um, what is not overrated, though, is pecan pie, pecan pie. That stuff is fire. Uh, also, I had like a, I think it was like a brown sugar pie or something. I don't know. There's some wild pies out there that are tasty, but like the more traditional pies just don't don't do it as much for me. Like pumpkin pie, I'm gonna have a piece because that's festive and I just like sweets and that's the only time of year I would even remotely think about having a piece of pumpkin pie. But I do it, yeah, I do it then. Apple pie is fine as well. If you get like a warm piece of apple pie with ice cream, my grandpa's done that a few times. That that's making my mouth water right now. Um, but yeah, so that's the Thanksgiving talk. Comment and let me know what uh, what's, what your favorite Thanksgiving foods are. I'm probably going to have a Thanksgiving post up here in the next week or so, obviously, since it's a week away from this podcast. So if you're listening after Thanksgiving 2019, go back and find that post or just comment on any random post or just message me at Gains by Pat on Instagram. Email Patrick at JourneyToGains.com. Hit me up. Anyway, um... One more thing before we get into the fitnessy topic. Also, hope you have a great Thanksgiving if you celebrate it or have time to do it, all that stuff. Hopefully, you have a wonderful time with fam and have wonderful food. Those two together, food and fam, make life wonderful. So, enjoy your time. Enjoy your time. Uh, last thing before we get into the fitness stuff, it is my father's birthday today. And so, I wanted to share two of my favorite memories that I've had with my father. Um, and I don't even know if he listens to my podcast. I'm going to tell him to listen to it, to this one specifically, but two of my favorite memories. So one is, is something we did together two, three years ago, two years ago. I don't know. Yeah. Two years ago, 2017. So we went on a road trip. Um, and it's when, it's when Ohio state played Indiana on a Thursday night at Indiana. This is for the football game. Um, it was the first game of the year. And so my, me and my dad had talked about that going on a road trip to see Ohio state playing away game. We'd done it a few other times before. It was a lot of fun. Ohio state football fans travel really well. So it's always like rowdy, always seeing people that are also Ohio state fans, which is dope. Um, so we were like, oh, this would be cool on a Thursday night. It'd be really dope. To um, So he covers high school sports, so he had to work the football game that Friday. But Thursday, obviously, Ohio State was playing, so we could go. So we drove to uh, Bloomington, Indiana, where Indiana University is, University of Indiana, whatever. But I think it's in IU, Indiana University. Um, and watched Ohio State play and like college game day was there and it was super rowdy because it was the first game and Ohio State was really good I think they were ranked they were definitely top five um and it was just a hell of a time like had some good pizza beforehand walked around the campus it was beautiful um sunset that night was beautiful just like talking to him the whole road trip car there like that was the most we'd like I mean it's like a four three and a half hour drive there so just talking about everything with life talking about um I don't know just memories that we've had together it was just really really cool and watching the game seeing Ohio State win talking to other people it was it was a a wonderful time um and then the weekend continued bless my dad's heart he had to go back into Columbus Ohio from Indiana and cover a football game that Friday but we were thinking that we should just make a whole weekend trip out of it and so we decided to buy and we had never my dad's a big Notre Dame football fan as well kind of weird that he likes Notre Dame and Ohio State but he does all right 
So I was thinking about it, and I was like, "Damn, that'd be cool if we went and saw Notre Dame play." Because I like I would I've never been to their campus, and I've heard wonderful things. Obviously, it's like big story tradition for college football. So I was like, "Yeah, I mean, we should check this out. We should we should I should look into it." Anyway, found tickets for their opening game, and decided that we were going to make that a part of the trip on a Saturday. So my dad drove up to Indianapolis. We got a hotel. Um, he had to go back to Columbus that Friday night, Friday afternoon, cover his game, and then at like three in the morning, drive all the way to Indianapolis. And then that morning at like 7 a.m., he only got like three hours of sleep. We drove up to South Bend, Indiana, and watched Notre Dame play and like walked around their campus. And it was, it lived up to the hype. It was one, if you get a chance, if you like college football, that is the mecca. Like Ohio State football is is amazing, but like just the tradition and um, the campus and just everything about Notre Dame, I highly recommend going up to Notre Dame for a football game um, at some point in your life. Like it's, it's a bucket list thing. If you like sports, if you like college football, it's amazing. Anyway, it was a fantastic time with my dad. Um, like one of the one of the cooler experiences that whole weekend I got to share with him, um, and obviously just that whole entire road trip, we're just talking the whole time because it's your parent. Like you're not about to not talk to your parent. Like that's your homie. Um, so did that. Um, that was one of the, the one of the coolest things I've ever had a chance to do. Um, that was amazing. Um, and then another memory I have with him, and this is something that um, something that's kind of stuck with me for a while. So there's a time my freshman year my freshman year of high school where after basketball season for whatever reason I don't know I was 14 or 15 I I just wanted to like stop playing basketball I wanted to stop um and so I we had like open gyms and lifting and stuff like that in the spring after basketball season was done and one day I just decided I didn't want to go <laughs> and so my dad after he had got wind of this after like a couple days got wind of it that this is one of the only times I think he's like legitimately yelled at me. Like he's a very calm dude. Like he he's he kind of sees things through or like is very like patient and like just wants my best interest at all times. So like and he understands that people mess up. Like different times that I've slipped up or done just dumb shit. Um, not that I've done like anything crazy, uber dumb, but um, he's very patient, like understanding. Anyway, that was he he ripped me an absolute new one. Like I I think. I think in his eyes, he saw it, me as giving up before I was even giving it a fair shot, fair chance. Um, and I was at I was at a bigger school and like didn't know if I was going to be able to make the team the next year. So that kind of played into like my doubts with it. Um, and I was just like giving up before even trying. And like when he caught wind of that, he ripped me a new one. <sighs> Had a long conversation um, just about like not giving up and continuing to push forward and. Um, yeah, that whole ordeal there. I remember it was in the evening and it's like stuff just blew up that day. Um, but it was probably the best, one of the best things that had happened to me or could have happened to me in that moment because I realized I just have to like, no matter the situation, like keep pushing forward. Like if I wanted to do something, basketball is my first love. I absolutely love that I worked hard with it. I was just unsure of myself in the situation. So I was giving up before even trying. And I don't know, that kind of lesson just stuck with me for a long time. So I, that's something I haven't told him before or talked about with him. I don't think ever again since then, but I remember that moment still to this day, like plain as day. So appreciate him. Anyway, happy birthday my dad. But time to get into the the nitty-gritty of the podcast (sighs) sorry that was a 15 minute talk about all of that action um so we're going to go through the different reasons why everyone at all ages should be strength training so we're going to get through this i'm going to spend about a minute talking about each of them so we're going to keep this podcast to about 15 minutes or about 25 minutes so let's get into it 
And a lot of these are some benefits that you probably didn't even know or didn't even think about, which is dope. And again, this is after I say them, you're going to realize why it applies to anyone at all ages. So number one, lifting weights helps you live longer. Believe it or not, it does. So as you age, you naturally start to lose muscle. And when you have, you know, when you have less muscle on your body, you can't move around as well. Um, and eventually that's going to impair you in some way. Um, you're not going to be able to, you know, you're not going to be able to, you know, get up and down, stand up and down, move around as easily. Um, and then also you just deter- you're deteriorating quicker. Like if you don't have any muscle mass, you just deteriorate a lot quicker. And granted, there are certain situations where like it doesn't matter if you get a disease, cancer, like so many different things as you get older that could cause your death that aren't related to having more muscle or not. But it is helpful to, you know, fight off some of those diseases just from some of the research that I've looked at and some of the stuff that's out there. Obviously, take it with a grain of salt because life is crazy and diseases are crazy. But um, it helps you live longer. It helps you stay active longer. Um, and kind of going off of that, number two, it helps you have a better quality of life as you age. So again, one of the biggest reasons that people go into a nursing home, I, I did read this somewhere. One of the biggest reasons people go into a nursing home is because they can't get up off of the toilet by themselves. They don't have the leg strength, the leg power, the drive to get up off the toilet. And it, if you have more muscle mass, something like that, potentially you could be able to, you know, continue getting up off the toilet or continue to continue to be able to stand up on your own. And that's going to help your life dramatically. You're going to be able to function longer. It's going to be more helpful for you, more enjoyable of a life for you, for those around you. Um, overall, just a better quality of life. It's going to be easier to you know stand up, get in and out of your car. I know a lot of people as they get older, it's hard, even hard to do that. Like that's a challenge. So um, if you know if you have more muscle, have more strength, it's easier to do a lot of those different things. Um, and also, you're able to you know stay active and keep doing some of that you know stuff you enjoy, whether it be playing a sport, like going and playing golf, or even just like doing stuff around your house, like cleaning or like doing like yard work, just like simple stuff like that, that as you get older, I feel like as when people are younger, they kind of take it for for granted. And as you get older, you can't move around as well. Um, Yeah, you start to realize some of those things. So if you have, you know, some muscle built up, and it allows you to function at a at a better way for as long a period of time as possible why not get some strength training in um so that's important as well next one all of this is kind of tied together as far as just like quality of life and people as they get older this next one is important as well i guess and it helps for really anyone um you know lifting weights building more muscle having more strength it protects your bones and helps prevent other injuries so i actually have a funny story about this and I haven't really told that many people this, but I'm going to say it on my podcast. Why not? Um, so I, there's one time where I was, I was drinking and I was, I was pretty lit. I was pretty bombed up. Anyway, this is, this is going to sound like a crazier story than what actually happened, but I was, I was, I was pretty lit. I was in downtown Columbus. I tripped into the street. I was on my phone, like looking at my phone, trying to find my friend tripped in literally into the street as a car was coming they were going pretty slow, so it wasn't like a drastic, drastic thing. Anyway, I got ran over by a car. Like, no bullshit, got ran over by a car. And the craziest part is, again, they weren't going that fast, and it was like the perfect angle from where they hit me, so it like didn't hit me in the head or anything. Literally just like ran over my back and like kept going. Um, again, it's, it's wild how it happened. But I didn't break any bones. I didn't get hurt. I'm, I don't, again, like there are a lot of factors with that. I'm going to, I'm going to contribute lifting and having some muscle on me and doing strength training as a part of that. But 
yeah, obviously a lot of factors there, but I didn't break any bones when I did that. So I'm chalking that up to lifting consistently. Um, and a higher power for sure. But, um, so it helps you lifting in general, helps protect your bones, helps prevent other injuries. Um, I, I will say also that as I, when I started lifting weights consistently, granted, I'm not like playing basketball and doing super active stuff all the time, but anytime I have like a little tweak or anything, I feel like I recover a lot quicker now when I have more muscle on me and like a little bit more strength. Um, and also I just feel like I haven't got injured as much. Like part of that is having good form and like not doing stuff to or doing stuff to help prevent some injuries and not being in the you know position where you're, you know, just taxing yourself completely. Um, but I, I do feel like lifting weights more consistently, it's, I mean, it's strengthening your joints, strengthening, um, you know, the muscle around your bones, around your joints. Um, so overall just really beneficial to just be a healthier human that's going to be able to last and be more durable. Mm, yep. So those are the first three that are kind of related to the, the, your body, your life, that kind of stuff. There's, there's, what do we got? We got six more. So obviously we're going to talk about, um, some of the physical reasons, the visible reasons to lift weights. But first, this one is extremely, extremely, extremely important for overall life. And it's something that I think a lot of people have noticed. Um, it's probably, honestly, this number four is probably the most important one on the list in my mind. Um, and all of these kind of correlate in a sense and are kind of intertwined interrelated, but number four, um, I have seen that lifting weights for a lot of people has allowed them to have some sense of reduced anxiety, reduced sense of depression. Um, when you're lifting weights consistently, you are you you have to be there in the moment it's lifting weights is something where you have to think about the movements you're doing you have to think about feeling in the right muscle groups because if you're not you're going to get injured um, and then also when you're in the gym you should have the goal of trying to get better each time you're in there so that sense of accomplishment each time you're there and pushing yourself um, that helps mentally so much even if something like other things in your life aren't going quite as you would like you have control over your workout routine over lifting. You have control over getting better while you're in there during that time. So if you have that time where you're just solely focused on yourself and nothing else matters and you can, you know, dial in for that, those 35 to 70 minutes and get a really good workout and push yourself more than you did before, that's going to feel good and translate to every other aspect of life and help you feel better and make you realize you can accomplish so, so, so incredibly much. Um, so, and honestly, for me, there's been many times in my own life where I've been very anxious in different situations, whether it's been, you know, after a relationship or trying to figure out what I was going to do career wise or with a new job or whatever, you know, was going on. The weight room was always something and lifting was always something where I could go. It was my own personal time. I didn't have to worry about thinking too much about, you know, all the outside noise that was going on in my own life. Um, and then also it allowed me to, again, realize that, damn, if I can come in here, get this done, still get better, like even with all the stuff going on in my life, I know now that I can push myself past whatever um, feelings I have going on. Um, so again, obviously anxiety, depression, it's more extreme, less extreme for people, for different people. Um, a lot of factors with that, but I truly, truly believe there's, I mean, there's research with it. I have like my personal testimony, like different people that I've talked to, a lot of people are kind of, not kind of, a lot of people are in the same boat where they, they, they it's helped, like it's helped their anxiety, it's helped their depression, um, to be strength training, lifting, working out regularly. Um, 
So that's something to think about and consider. So again, I think that's one of the most important things. And actually, we're gonna have we're gonna have ten. We're gonna have ten total reasons why everyone should be strength training. So going off of that, going off of reduced anxiety, depression, on a more positive note, number five, it's going to give like all the non physical stuff. It's gonna give you so much more confidence because you are going in there knocking out a workout consistently. Um, it's going to give you follow through because in order to actually get stronger and better in the gym, you have to follow through with, you know, getting there and doing it on a super regular basis. Um, it, it builds like the hard work gene just cause like you can't just walk in the gym and like expect to get better, expect to change your body by just doing like five pound dumbbells week in and week out. Um, it also, so I'm grouping all this into one. This is not like five different points. This is all in one, just like the, the mental benefits that aren't physically related to lifting weights. Um, so it, it, you know, improves confidence. It gives you follow through, allows you to work hard. And also one of the most important things with lifting weights and working out is that it allows you to focus on the long-term game, the long-term play, as opposed to just focusing on what's going to happen tomorrow, what's going to happen for you today. Cause lifting weights and this fitness stuff, it takes time to actually see it through. And it takes time to see progress. You're not going to start, again, start going in the gym for a week and be benching 225 pounds immediately, squatting 405 pounds, deadlifting 315. You're not going to get in the gym and immediately have the biggest booty around. Like that stuff takes so much time, effort, um, and, and just falling in love with the process and playing the long-term game. That applies to so much else in life and if you can understand that it's a long-term process for anything great that you want to accomplish um then i say you can accomplish anything it's just all about you know consistency hard work patience obviously easier said than done at different times but i really do believe that lifting weights allows you to understand it more and more and lifting weights is cool because you can start to see visible changes you can start to see yourself or you can actually notice yourself getting stronger if you're going up in weight doing more reps you are getting better with it um and that applies to other things in life too. If you're making slow incremental changes in progress, it, you're able to see it and be able to follow through with it. So a lot of correlation there between, you know, lifting, getting better at the gym and just everything else that you have going on in life, other goals that you have. So with all that being said, we're going to get into the non, uh, non last life. What am I trying to say? We're going to get into like the visible reasons and necessary things why you should be lifting weights. So not the mental side of it, not the trying to live longer, that kind of stuff. Like some of the other stuff that a lot of people already know, but going to talk about. So number six now, um, at obviously lifting weights, one of the goals is getting stronger and (laughs) with, uh, with lifting weights, you do get stronger. So Number six, you get stronger from lifting weights, and that's going to apply to every other aspect of life. Um, that's going to help you just like carrying groceries in. It's going to help you, again, kind of going back to increase quality of life as you get older. It's going to increase your quality of life right now, um, You just with any daily activities. Um, and then also lifting weights if you want to you know compete in something if you are an athlete if you're doing anything um, just having more strength is going to be extremely beneficial um, and then kind of going off of that into number seven um, it increases improves your athleticism and helps a lot of sports so um, 
again, I'm, I'm going to keep telling stories about myself because I think that's more helpful, especially in this moment. So when I was a freshman in high school, sophomore in high school, I didn't lift weights super, super often. I started to get into it. Um, and then as I started to lift weights more often, I, obviously, as you get older, you, be, you can become more athletic too. But lifting weights definitely helped me become more athletic as I got older. And then honestly, even into my adult life and into now, like now that I'm 25, I'm more athletic and jump higher, probably faster now than I was when I was like at my peak of playing basketball, like 18, 19. Um, so when I was younger, 18, 19, and like still really new to lifting, I could never ever touch the rim, like touch a 10 foot rim. Um, we just couldn't do it. Like wasn't something like white man can't jump. Like I was just not touching that action. Um, but now I've been like lifting legs consistently for five, six years. I've been lifting all the time on a regular basis, at least four times per week for, you know, five, six years. Um, and like can touch the rim fairly easily now. Um, so just something as simple as that, like, it's cool to notice that that's, I mean, that's solely from lifting weights. Like there's nothing else that that could have been from. I don't train to jump like that. Like I don't do any kind of training like that. Like it is solely from lifting weights. Also one of my good friends, Austin. So Austin was on one of my previous podcasts, Austin Rutherford in high school. He used to do everything in the entire book, like Vertimax running stairs, doing calf raises, literally everything that you think you should do to try to increase your vertical. Cause he wanted to be able to dunk and like become more athletic. And if you listen to the podcast, like his goal was really to go to the NBA. Um, and with that, you gotta be pretty athletic. Um, and he could never like, he could never dunk consistently. Like he, he dunked a few times in high school, but in his adult life after, so after we started working together on his fitness goals and he actually started lifting legs, even in le- even in like six, seven months, he's able to do like kind of crazy dunks now, like can like cock it back a little bit, like just dunks very, very easily. So it's like, it's really cool to see how lifting and just getting stronger in different areas, legs, core, how that impacts your just overall athleticism. So keep that in mind. If you're, if you're, you know, younger, wanting to improve your athleticism, playing sports, um, you know, lifting weights, especially with the intention of getting stronger is going to help you become a better athlete. It's going to help you in what you're doing. So keep that in mind. Number eight, this is, this is extremely important for people that want to lose body fat, really anyone at any, at any point in their life, um, because everyone wants to, you know, stay pretty lean for the most part and look pretty good without clothes on. So, um, um, number eight, um, yeah, number eight helps you lose fat easier. So lifting weights will help you lose fat easier and not just weight. So a lot of people talk about wanting to lose weight on the scale. And what they really mean is that they want to lose body fat, because if you're losing weight on the scale that for a lot of people that can just be, you know, losing that can be losing fat and losing muscle. And by the time you're actually losing, let's say 15 to 20 pounds, you still might not look as well as as good as you would like if you're not lifting weights consistently, because you again are losing muscle. So you're losing some of the curves and some of the, the size in your arms, chest, butt, legs, all that stuff. And then some of the fat is still sticking around as well. So it's like sticking around your stomach area. You're going to look kind of skinny fat. You're not going to like how you probably not going to like as much how you look. So lifting weights helps you lose fat easier because, um, because one, it, it allows you to keep on the curves in different areas and like the size in different areas that you want. Um, and so you're, you're mostly as you're 
if you're in a calorie deficit, that's what it comes down to to lose weight, lose fat. Um, in lifting weights, you're going to be able to lose mostly body fat while doing that. There's a few other factors there, like getting enough protein in to maintain the muscle and continue to grow it a little bit. But lifting weights plus being in a calorie deficit plus getting somewhat of, of enough protein in um, is going to help you lose fat easier and not just weight. Also, lifting weights, and this kind of goes off of the number eight, helps you lose fat easier. They all, this is kind of intertwined. Um, number nine, more muscle equals you burning more calories by doing absolutely nothing, which ultimately means that you have a faster metabolism. So, as opposed to lifting weights compared to cardio. So cardio, you literally just burn calories right then and there when you're doing the cardio and not for an extent, like you don't burn any other calories after the fact because like you're exerting energy right then and there. That's it. You're done once you're done with cardio, with running, with biking, swimming, any of that stuff. You might like some of that stuff, you might build a tiny bit of muscle, but like no, you're not breaking down the muscle too much. Whereas lifting, you're completely breaking down your muscle and rebuilding new muscle. And when you are having, when you have new muscle and more size on you, you need more calories to be able to maintain that muscle. So with that, you literally, if you need more calories to maintain the body weight you're at and the size you're at and the muscle you have, your metabolism increases, which means you can eat more food and stay lean or eat more food and be able to lose fat easier. Going back to the previous point, or just eat more food and eat more food <laughs> and stay, stay somewhat leaner. I don't know, whatever your goal is, but, um, it, it's gonna, it's gonna increase your metabolism a ton. Um, and that's something that nothing else can do. Like you can do endless cardio in a day and then eat back some of those calories and still like lose weight, whatever, um, or even maintain your weight. But lifting weights is the thing that you could take, you could lift weights and build a lot of muscle, be doing that for three, four, five, six months, and then take a week off from lifting weights and your metabolism is still going to be running at a very quick rate. Whereas opposed to cardio, if you do it day in and day out, that's great. You're burning some calories. But if you take a week off and just eat whatever you want on that week and don't do any cardio, you're going to gain weight a lot quicker than if then, you know, the lifting weights out of thing where you have some muscle and your metabolism is actually fast and not just you burning calories within a day. So that's that. And number 10, number 10, one of my favorites Lifting weights, you can shape your body exactly how you want. Not necessarily, not exactly is a strong word, but you can shape your body more how you want. If you want big arms, you can do arms more, more regularly to build them up. You want a big butt, do some booty building exercises. If you, if I don't know what else people, if you want a big chest, do more chest stuff. If you want big shoulders, like literally whatever body part you want to grow and look a certain way, lifting weights allows you to do it, which is cool as hell. Like you can literally change completely how you look by lifting weights, which is dope. Like cool as hell. Like nothing else. I don't know anything else that does that. Like you literally transform how you look like, like, bruh, like getting a haircut, lifting weights. Like those are the two things, shaving your face. If you're a dude or whoever, some chicks might have facial hair, but some females might have facial hair. Um, but yeah, lifting weights allows you to completely change how you look, which is dope as hell. So with all that being said, 10 reasons, it started off as nine. Okay. Okay. But 10 reasons why everyone should be lifting weights at all ages, no matter the age. And lastly, before I wrap this up, um, seriously, it really doesn't matter the age you start. If you're, you know, 12, 13, 14, you're younger, I would start off with, you know, the basic compound lifts. I think, I mean, anyone should do ba- like the compound lifts, like some variation of squats, deadlifts, bench, you know, push-ups, pull-ups, rows, that kind of stuff. But 
when you're younger, start light, focus on your form, do a lot of body weight exercises, body weight pull ups, squats, lunges, um, you know, push ups. Um, they kind of build from there as you get older. And then even when you are older, say you're 50, 50 plus, 45 plus, and you haven't lifted weights before, start small. Start, start with body weight, start squats, start with stuff that you can actually do realistically. Um, start with machines and build from there. It's really never too late, though. Like, no matter how old you are, it's not too late to do something. And any type of strength training at any age is going to help you improve your life improve how you look, improve how you feel, um, you know, give you more confidence, like literally all that. So seriously, no matter the age you're at, start lifting weights, do it consistently, do it, try to do it at least two to three times per week, build from there. Um, try to get better week in and week out with it. Try to, you know, improve your form, decrease rest time, do a little bit more weight, lift a little bit more weight than you did the previous week, do a few more reps with the same weight that you were using last week. Any type of improvement is great. So just start, no matter your age, do something. Um, shit, shoot me an email. If, if you're confused on how to start, no matter your age, just shoot me an email. Let me know, and, and let's talk. Um, we'll talk about you know just a few quick, simple things you can get started with doing. Um, but yeah, hopefully all of that was insightful. Sorry I talked about Thanksgiving and my dad for fucking ever to start the podcast, but um, those were two things that were on my mind and very important. So much love. Thank you very, very, very much for listening. I sincerely appreciate you. This has been another episode of the Fitness Journey Podcast, and we're going to wrap it up with the hashtag turkey day. Hashtag turkey day. Thanksgiving's coming up. Hashtag turkey day. I can't wait to get a pop in next Thursday on Thanksgiving. It's going to be... It's going to be nice. I can't wait for it. But anyway, thanks again for listening. Thank you for leaving any comments. Um, If you're listening all the way now or just in general, uh, I would love if you left a five-star review for the podcast or leave a whatever star you think it deserves. Um, Yeah. You are an awesome human being. Have a wonderful day. We will talk soon. If you would like to reach me, my Instagram is at gainsbypat. My email is patrick at journeytogains.com. And I would love to chat if you ever have any questions. Peace and blessings and happy turkey day soon.